Okay, I think we're live. Hello, hello, everyone, um, and thank you so much, Caleb, for coming on. This is Caleb. Go, everyone. Hi, everyone. And I always say round of applause, but we can't hear you. But that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, and again, if you're on the Facebook page, uh, make sure that you click on the YouTube link so that you can chat to us and we can see you on the chat and we can interact with you as well. Cool. Um, cool. So congratulations, Caleb, for being doctor, for being a doctor right now. Yay! Thank yes. you. What was that process like? Just really quick. I mean. How do you feel? Like you know, like how did you? How did it all happen for to you? To be honest, it was really exhausting. I mean, um, when I discovered that I really loved teaching, that's when I wanted to take it further and kind of go into like university and really just uh, focus on that. And uh, so I decided to get my PhD. Now, in case any of you are asking, not oh, in medicine, not in medicine. <laughs> yeah, you know. So in case anyone has a a need for anything in an emergency, um, you know, on, on a flight or something, I cannot help with any of that. I can sing and dance for you. <laughs> that is about it. Uh, my my PhD is in musical theater. So uh, um, that's what I was doing. And I love it because it's all about the researching different aspects of, of musical theater and different things about the historical aspects about fights for freedom and different enclaves and racial prejudice towards certain um, things when it comes to injustice in, in musical theater casting oh, wow. and different things like that. So wow. It's a lot of fun. We have, I have a good time researching all that. It's wow, like, that's excellent. So and I finally officially uh, got my doctorate as of November 6, 2015. So... Yay! Another round of applause! Oh, Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's rare because Caleb uh, does not live here anymore. Mm -hmm. He still yeah. has a very close association to Singapore, of course. Uh, he comes in every once in a while to do shows and stuff. Um, but you know, I just thought it would be a great opportunity to have you on the show because it's just it's it's just so special that you are here and free. But he is working right now on a show called Crazy Christmas, uh, which a lot of our other guests have uh, are in. Um, actually, you're a little bit off. You might want to. Do you want to like okay. scoot? In Shall a I move bit? in a yeah, little, move in like a little this? bit? Yeah. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. Is that better? That's good. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, yeah, just tell us about that before we launch into the um, you know the program proper. Like, how has that been for you? Is it fun? It um, has. It has. It has been amazing. I mean, okay. Um, I was. Uh, uh, contracted for the show a while back um, uh, and it's been so much fun um, Dream Academy um, which is the company that Crazy Christmas is part mm -hmm. of uh, and Selena have been trying to get our schedules to kind of work out for the past few times to kind of see whether I can join in the fun at Crazy Christmas and uh, I've only been able to make it this time around and yes I have left and I don't no longer live in Singapore but um, I decided this is the perfect time to just come back and really join rejoin my theater family it's it's people that i've grown up in the industry with right. for the past 20 years and so right it's like you're really... saying these are the older all the all the young ones are are in the in the pentos and the beauty worlds right yes, but yeah these are the older people doing <laughs> basically we were the ones that were teenagers uh at the time when all your ben kings are kind of teenagers you, you know? were the ben king i mean the, back yeah, then. during then but you know in the 90s last it was a long time ago but, <laughs> but um yeah so it's it's really fun to reconnect with everyone and just have a good time um doing what we do best and that's entertaining whether it's in skits in songs in dramas uh, uh dancing or or just talking to the audience because the audience is right there you can look at them and it's just really it's really fun to see this whole family that I've grown up with and to play with them. It's just like it's just like Christmas coming to to the theater every day is like unwrapping a present and saying, "Look, Aww. this is fun. Let's do it again, 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 again." Yeah. So, so yeah. Beauty World and Emperor's New Clothes has closed. So now the only actual local show, perhaps that's um, I don't know, there might be. Uh, well, one of the local shows that are still going on that is still going on is Crazy Christmas. So do catch yeah. that it's uh, playing until the nineteenth, which the 19th. is uh, which is um, we have basically one week of shows and it closes on a Saturday. I know a lot of theater shows close on Sunday. This one does not, so right. it actually runs yeah. all the way till Saturday, um, the nineteenth of December, twenty fifteen. But we've actually um, added one extra show um, on a Saturday matinee at three p.m. because uh, a lot of the tickets um, for all uh, our performances have been sold out so we are really encouraging people to say we've opened up one more show really try and catch us um uh and and have you know have a festive time with us uh, mm -hmm. um uh during this christmas season right yeah. awesome i i almost like feel, feel like i i don't know my industry well enough were there other shows that you're going to say that were still playing or uh, no actually no, because right? it's not that yeah, because yes. you're right. All the major shows that you mentioned, uh, you you do have your facts. Uh, okay, uh, all of them have been uh, have been uh, 
have been um um they have just officially closed this weekend many right. of them at least yeah yeah so i don't know any other local ones from some of the major companies i i remember mm-hmm. that are still running things but i i'm sure i'm sure there are a few more experimental works or there there could be a lot of projects that are device pieces or things like that that yeah. are actually still running but i'm not sure yeah there well there are other things like you know like inside out singapore and the oh. national gallery has opened and, and things that's like fabulous. that that's yeah. fabulous yeah, yeah yeah all right so to start off with our our health because we go through health technology and entertainment so to start off with health um we're gonna start with the game that i usually play with everyone uh, with most people do you know of this no i don't i most don't most of our guests haven't actually watched the show but that's all right so it's this game called bean boozled if you're watching it for the first time uh this what happens is we choose a color okay. and then we'll both hold the color and then when we say go we we pop the color in the only difference in the flavors is that there's one good and one bad so oh. if you pick like for example blue color you could either be eating toothpaste or berry blue okay right so we've got three in a row here so we're going to do that before we start talking about food and stuff okay you ready all right and you can have your drinks on standby okay so let's pick the first color we see that's choose i'll, I'll um, take a pink okay a pink so i'll get the pink as well so okay. the pink if you're ready is going to be we're going to do this really fast it's either stinky socks or tutti fruity okay ready here we one go. to go I got stinky socks. I got tutti frutti. <laughs> How bad is it? I never get to taste the bad ones. Is it really bad? Mm. You know, it kind of tastes like my socks. So <laughs> I guess, I <laughs> you guess, eat you your know. socks? Okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. If you want to wash it down, you can have a drink. Mm. Um, let's do the green one. What is one. this? Green? Okay. So it's either going to be, this one's been done before, booger or juicy pear. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> Why, yes, Dwayne? Really. Why? <laughs> I got mm, pear. I got booger. Oh, got it's nasty. I got pear. But you know, I, I, I didn't know for a while. I thought it was a booger that taste tasted a little perish. perish a peri booger. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Last one. This one's not so bad. It's either toothpaste or... Really? Wait, let me, let me see. What was it? No, it's baby wipes or coconut. Oh. Okay. Oh my gosh. I got coconut. I got baby wipes. How bad is that? How do you know? You know, it tastes a bit like lychee. No, actually, I got baby wipes. It's like minty, right? Mine's mine. It tastes like lychee. Mm, mm. It tastes a little minty. It's not bad at all, actually. It's not bad at all. Yay! Yay to okay. baby wipes. <laughs> Let's have baby wipes all the time. I'm gonna wash the the booger down with a little <laughs> bit of them. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, um, this is not new, but um, just to you know, in terms of um, as a topic. So there's this thing of groceries being delivered to your home right now. It's a, it's a little bit into the technology aspect of things as well. I guess you can shop online for groceries. So just curious, uh, with this piece of news, um, how what you think about it? Do you do you subscribe to it? Have you done it at all? Um, what do you think? Do you think it works? I know okay. our friends Ed and Joe are we're in a, a grocery ad together as husband and wife. Um, anyway. Mm, yeah, it was a very cute ad. <laughs> um. um I've not done it in Singapore. I know there's places like foodpanda.com, I believe, mm-hmm. that, that do it. And, you know, um, I had an, I sustained an injury uh, um, um, a month ago and um, everyone was suggesting, you know what, I know you can't walk out to get food. I think it's a perfect way to be able to say... Um, um, you, you have a whole list of places you can choose from and then they have like stuff that oh you feel like you want Malay stuff you know you want nasi lemak or you want mirabus or something like that and you can actually order them they're from different places you wow. can have steak even you right. know so it's pretty cool I've only done it once and I've done it in Australia I haven't done it in Singapore and it comes delivered right to your door wow. and it's super fresh it's really good and um I, th- I think it's a great way to do it, but it does make people lazier. It does, right? Like we were just talking about this in in uh, with Julian about in Wally. If you saw Wally the movie mm-hmm. by Pixar, it's like these fat mm-hmm. people were yeah. just like they're just so lazy. Um, but how about groceries? Do you would you do that though? Groceries. I did that in 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 Australia as well. But my 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 thing is still I. Why can't you just go to the store? I will mm. understand if if you're super busy you know and, and and you have no time and you have kids and that's why you really just want it to be at your door but apart from that i'm like it's always good to be a little more active and mm-hmm. in singapore in particular come on isn't there a grocery yeah. store or a cold around storage the corner, right? around the, every corner you know yeah. even if you live in pongo and i swear by that because right now i'm living in pongo so yes right well for me i want to be able to choose my apple you know i'm not going to trust some somebody to pick my apple for me right exactly yeah, yeah. okay so and um, what's your favorite food food place in Singapore. Okay, Good and place. since you also live in the States, um, maybe mm-hmm. you get to 
say two favorite food places food place like a chain or a type of food that i go for a type of food that you go for which could belong to a chain or a, just a roadside okay. store that okay. you can recommend to our wonderful viewers out there okay right this now. this one i i would love to share with all of you um uh not many people know this but my favorite food is satay bihun and it's getting harder and harder to find mm. not many food courts not many hawker centers actually offer it or if they offer it um it's not it's what i consider a substandard version now what right. i like in my satay bihun is that at the end when you've finished eating it's still very known what what is that word you know it's very creamy and <laughs> you're talking about another yeah. abc yeah. time here <laughs> it's it's totally creamy and it's not watery it's not watered down right. and the place that has it is mei hua food court which is next to republic plaza in raffles place mrt and that food court next to republic yeah. plaza raffles has MRT. the best five dollar only one price five dollar satay bihun with a lot of hum a lot of liver a lot nice. of um, a lot of seafood it and the creamy peanut sauce is just slathered on he <laughs> does not scrimp on it at all just goes nice splash. so you're going back for a round definitely before you leave right i'm oh, sure yeah, totally I love and it. then in the I states um okay i'm gonna do this because we forgot the light oh so okay slightly better is that better yeah it is slightly okay, better. okay cool yeah <laughs> Yay, um, in the states yeah the one place that i love um is called um santuka ramen and you okay. can actually find it wow here Where? as in, well really? I, I believe you can find really it here surprises. i'm sure you were surprised yes to see it. but i do think that the they, they make their own ramen and their their broth is stewed for like a day or so and it's it's wow. so flavorful and it's really inexpensive for ramen you know how in ramen in singapore is about 15 to 20 dollars yeah. over there it's about eight dollars us and amazing the chash what they call chashio okay yeah. how do you spell chashala. this okay all right <laughs> it's just chashio but it's just so luxurious it's soft it just and you know the onsen egg is actually onsen it's it's you know done in a particular way so it's not just a boiled egg right but they kind of poach it in a particular way so it's it's kind of creamy and there's a silky film on it so oh my gosh i'm, I'm already wondering <laughs> just thinking about it and i had dinner so yeah yeah, mm, yeah. and so uh, where is it in singapore do you know not sure right? i do not i think okay, you're gonna have to google it but right. i did how do you spell think it that though it so that we know how to look it up s-a-n-t-o-u-k-a ramen santuka okay. ramen santuka yeah. ramen guys so all right weird. and uh so speaking of being in the u.s and singapore let's maybe talk talk about this now um so you've lived between singapore and the u.s quite a bit different parts of your life right mm -hmm. like so yeah that the, the just brings to mind this question of home and what is it? Because I've done a bit of that, but I've definitely stayed in Singapore longer. So I think home still is Singapore. But for you, um, how has that, for the lack of a better word, messed up your um, concept of home? <laughs> well, okay. Um, well, to, to, for starters, I was born in Singapore, but I moved to Washington, D.C. when I was five. So um, th that sense of identity on, on what what is your your. Uh, the basis of where you return to was something a little foreign to me. Mm -hmm. So by the time I came home and I was um, in late primary phase, I was a little bit discombobulated. I didn't really know. And beyond that, I've spent the last 11 years in California before moving back to Singapore in 2013, before upping and leaving again. And in California, I lived in eight different places, eight different Gosh. rental or, or homes that I bought. And in Singapore, from 2013 to 2015, two years, I actually lived in six different locations. So, oh, wow. so the idea yeah, of home so is not, let's say, Holland, where I kind of grew up in my teenage years, Holland right. Village, I mean, or, uh, you know, uh, but so what is or, your idea? or um, in San Diego, where I lived, it's not Hillcrest. I think my identity when I think about where home is, it's being with the people that you love. I think that's... Mm most important because um unlike other people who know exactly where they come to when they when they land when they come back to singapore they know okay i'm going back to to Pio, i'm going back to uh, my family for for me it's never been that easy to define right also because my parents don't live in singapore right like other singaporean families so our nucleus has always been a little bit more spread out so yeah right. so i think it's the the loved ones and loved ones not necessarily means um your parents it could mean the person you're married to it could mean um your partner it could mean a close community of friends that right. always have your back and i think i i have all the things that i aforementioned <laughs> right in both yeah. places actually so, i do in both places right, yes, so I both do. places yeah. feel like home to you I they guess. do they do and if you 
if you're actually forcing me to make a decision which one feels more like home at the moment that's a really difficult question but i think because uh my significant other is currently in uh california so, so it feels that like you're away feels from more home. like home at the moment yeah at right the moment. but you know when when uh we're both together in singapore then singapore still feels like home so yeah it's yeah. really where your heart is yeah. right and what do you feel like advice to people who like maybe maybe kids out there or young younger ones who are uh, interested to study abroad or even find a career uh, elsewhere well, what what advice would you give them in terms of settling in um, you know how how would how would they make their home feel home well the, the first thing I would say is when it comes to advice on studying abroad when it comes to Singaporeans do it and the reason why I say that is because I think that a lot of us uh, in Singapore are a little bit sheltered and we always stay um, you know with, oh, yeah. with our families <laughs> right and, and we don't get, give ourselves a chance to gain our independence I think that's really important but when you go abroad be prepared that there are things you need to know you need how to um rent you need how to, to to get social security you need to know how to Set pay your bills account, exactly phone account pay taxes and that includes do laundry do laundry cook you've got to do all these things because unlike unlike uh, uh not many places are as convenient as singapore where you can literally walk down from your hdb flat and buy food for four dollars yeah you know, i was about to say two dollars but you know what we're not in the 80s anymore but you know yeah you, you literally can do that but over there i mean if you walk out of your your the place where you live yes you can buy something immediate but it'll probably cost you like 20 mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah no we're seriously pampered here i mean mm. i know it's everything's so clean you yeah. don't see the rats that you see in the new york subways uh, you can find a trash bin on every corner of the street where, whereas you you know i find myself carrying my trash around sometimes because it's just not as convenient yeah in the but i do have to say it's a great learning curve and you will be so proud of the the journey that you make um as you uh learn how to become an independent person even when you make that trek or return to singapore after that right so of course as you know uh caleb is an educator as well uh and we were talking a little bit about studying abroad and everything like that but we definitely like to hear a bit more about arts education and your thoughts and things like that uh later on in the episode so that's just uh there but let's get to um technology now oh. caleb says oh you know i don't know but we all deal with it so you know more than we think we do so anyway um first up this is just a um so we do bits of news feature as well so did you know guys that uh, when you watch YouTube these days, um, the next video always plays now, right? If oh, yes, watch, it does. At the end it of does. a video, it, yes, it, it skips to the next video and it just plays. So if, like, say, like, because I meditate, sometimes I play a nice little soothing meditation video, and then at the end of it, something else comes up, yes. which is usually related, so usually not so jarring, but I still get jarred because I'm, like, I'm mm. supposed to be done with the... Um, so, so did you know that you can actually turn off that autoplay on YouTube? Um... Uh, so it's just advice for you guys. Uh, if you go onto the right top right corner of the video, you'll see a tab that says turn autoplay off. So just make sure you turn it off and you will not ever have to deal with the next video again. However, I have to say that Facebook, if you've just in the last two days, have you noticed? They've started to autoplay the next video as well. I have not noticed that. Yep. So uh, okay, I've been too busy to be on Facebook that much yep. to, to, to stream things. But that is interesting. But why... Why, why do they do that? It's to encourage uh, more traffic. It's to encourage more viewership, okay. which in turn probably leads to probably branding and advertising. It's just, it, that's my... Okay. So the more videos they play, the more ads they can squeeze in. I'm just, sorry, that's a little sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just so you know. Um, oh, Duat Peng is saying something. Let's let's read what she has to say. Hello, okay. Duat. Thanks for watching. You can turn the, off the autoplay, though. Yes, exactly, which is what we said. Um, Duat is very technologically advanced. I um, know. <laughs> and I saw her in the, the front of uh, uh, last night's crazy Christmas show she was right in the front with her camera and so hello Duat it's good to see you <laughs> oh well to, good to hear from you I guess yeah uh, and so the other thing was um, when has technology served you or when has it hindered you like okay. can you think of funny, a funny instance or something that, that has, has happened have you been trapped somewhere or has a photo gone out that you didn't want to or like whatever I don't know like how how has that helped and actually I 
love technology. I mean, I as much as I complain about how sometimes I I don't know what I'm doing, but a uh-huh. lot of the time I I love technology because um particularly with the Apple iCloud, mm-hmm. um I love oh, not that, Dropbox, the Apple iCloud. Yeah, I mean I love Dropbox too, but I I love how everything gets synced everywhere. So because of that, you know, I can make an appointment on my iCal and it gets synced onto my iPad, my iPod even, my iPhone and on my laptop. So I never have to um fear that I'm going to miss an appointment because it all syncs everywhere and it doesn't right. really really um automatically and so that has been a great um lifesaver for me and it's a life changer because growing up I'm I'm a lot older than I I, <laughs> I look but um we, we uh, both are yeah <laughs> and and I growing up and doing will know this we kind of grew up with with pagers so yep. it was very it was you, you know I mean we we didn't have the technologies to say we want to we 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 can record our calendars and stuff like this um, in a particular place and it will get you know if we forget to bring it we still we still remember where it's going to be whereas whenever we bring one device we know everything that we, we yeah, have yeah it's amazing there. and even yeah. when you switch phones now all your passwords for example with Apple go along with it so if you walk into a zone with a Wi-Fi that you've entered a password before you would get your Wi-Fi without having to enter it again exactly it's amazing that way yeah. however it's you know so so that's helped you but I know for, for me like there was once where I was syncing my phone to my computer and then uh, I think it synced backwards where it was empty on my computer with, and then all the files on my phone got erased because it, it thought I wanted to sync that way. Mm-hmm. Has anything like that ever happened to you? Um, uh, actually, no. Because <laughs> it, it almost did but I you sometimes had to read it super carefully and I read it super carefully and I went, oh, you know, uh, um, it's going to respond this way if I tick this box so I, I need to not. And right. so you need to understand when it comes to technology which is the mother the motherboard or whatever right. where the, the 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 mothership and that the everything always has responded mothership and not reversed so once you reverse it then the 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 chain of command gets uh uh goes topsy-turvy and that's when you kind of lose things but you know once you understand that concept i don't think you can go really wrong with it so you sound like an expert all of a sudden even maybe though, i am even though Duat says like why all the guests have the same reaction on technology <laughs> and then now you're like just going yeah. on and on about okay it. maybe i'm a I'm, I'm a doctor of technology now i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> claim that <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> but so so you've never had a hard disk crash or you know have had encountered you back up all the time um, i like have that. had a hard disk crash but um i always back up and guys yeah. always Always back up. It happened to <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City. It could happen to you. Uh, you always have to back up. And and I want to say, um, you know, a lot of people back up every day. I don't. I, I confess I back up probably once a week. But I mean, if you have a heavy flow of new influx of new material, I would say that's when you really want to back up. If not, do it once a week. And right. For you, it's suffice. important because you write papers and things I do. like that. And so I, do. It's, it's I write a lot of research papers, so yes, for sure. Right. Have you accidentally sent the wrong text or picture once anytime? No, but I've done embarrassing things like <laughs> like sending a multiple job um, job application and not changing the name so it goes to so something sent to like San oh, Francisco right, State right. University oh, no. goes to San Diego and it's like ah you know you, you can't take you it back I wish they would create that where, the, where you have the right to take it back sometimes I know you know I wish I, so too yeah um <laughs> Okay, cool. And we'll talk about TV and all these kind of things now that we're talking about later on. But now, um, actually, it's related. This next uh, topic here, video streaming services. Um, And we are, I think I would say we're both quite big TV buffs, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, We talk about TV all the time. Even when Caleb's away, we'd be WhatsApping each other. See, using technology again to to, to talk about the latest episode of this and that. Um, What do you think about these um, streaming services do you use any of them there's Netflix now there's Apple TV there's Amazon Amazon has their new has a new channel even mm. like yeah. um, uh, YouTube Red's coming up it's not available in Singapore yet oh, but I you'll get it in the States oh very um, cool uh, YouTube Red and then YouTube Music is part of that as well so you oh. can play videos and turn off the video and put the music on instead of the video and they save playlists and then they have recommended covers or or original you know and like performance on stage kind of thing it's amazing all this is coming up and then there's even Broadway HD have you heard of that yes I have and And that I'm super excited about yeah but the collection so far is not great I've I've looked on the website it's just like your standard musicals and even then not many so it's not like anything like you won't get to watch something like Fun Home or I'm getting a bit geeky now so if you don't understand these are some of the latest uh, musicals that are playing on Broadway right now like Fun Home or Finding Neverland You, you won't get that yet but don't you think it would undermine the ticket sales and 
and and the like the newness of a show. Well, okay, when we're talking about Broadway HD, I mean, I think that one is a double-edged sword. I mean, it's it's a it's a pro and con. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I do think it might undermine ticket sales, but it also reaches out to a broader community than the Broadway community when it comes to musical theater. Musical theater, as you know, is already an esoteric field. So because of that, I think what we need to bring more audience in ultimately is to be able to expand it to the masses. So they go, oh my gosh, I never knew that Fun Home, let's list that. I never knew that Fun Home was actually so provocative and something that I am interested to explore. Now I would like to see it live. And yeah. I don't think that would be possible for someone who's never ha- had access to the Great White Way or has never gone even into a theater. But suddenly you're able to stream it right into your home. Exactly. So the, the people that would have never bought a ticket basically would would, would be, um, you know, they would be aware of the fact that there are these things that exist and t- would take an interest. So hopefully you bring more bums to seats. Absolutely. And as for other streaming devices, I mean, I love them. I think it's a great way. Netflix is wonderful. The one I love, but I don't know whether they have it here in Singapore is Hulu. Do they have it here? They don't have it here. But oh, okay. I think like if you buy like a PlayStation or something like that, they usually come with it. I okay, don't know yeah. about the the intricacies of like um, setting up an account and things mm-hmm. like that. But that that's also a te- technological thing, right? So um, yeah, so so a lot of people set up US credit cards to um, be able to buy stuff on, on iTunes, for example, because the iTunes store in the US is different from the iTunes store in Singapore. Um, uh, what well, okay? Can you give like have you had an experience with that where you've used your U.S. credit card, for example, to your advantage where other people couldn't? Um, well, okay, I'll, I'll I have to confess I don't have a Singapore iTunes account at all, so right. I I don't know what is offered on the Singapore site. But if there's one thing that I do miss is uh, there is I would believe a considerably smaller collection of mandarin music right. in in the itunes store in america i only have an itunes us right okay store, so just to so. clarify the account the itunes account is one account mm-hmm. but to access the stores all you have to do is switch your address in within the account so you access different stores and that's all you do you just switch your credit card and you access a different but store. don't you need to have an american credit card to you, have a us yes you you need to have an american credit card to access the u.s store right but your right. account is still the same so you don't need to change your account you just have to switch your address between credit cards oh okay yeah, and then you have okay. access to different which is what i do i did not know stuff. that i always just go on the us one because i've i've had the us one for um actually as as long as i've 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 had technology i've, I've right. had always a us one yeah. you're very lucky you're very lucky oh i'm hmm. lucky too um and and it's it's quite amazing i just have to talk about musical theater albums they're actually a lot of not so common ones now on the Singapore store which is very very I was, I'm surprised you, you mean like get, Fun Home? yeah you can get it on the Singapore store for example or even like an artist like um, what's her name uh, like a Judy Kuhn or something who, who has huh. an album you can just buy it on the Singapore store so it's, it's becoming more it's more available which that, is really really good that's, that's really great I mean they are expanding I mean iTunes US um Took a while as well, but now they even have like Telly Leong when mm-hmm. Telly Leong, an Asian Broadway star, releases something. They have it. They have Leah Salonga's collection, and not only her um, her Disney stuff or her Broadway stuff, but they also have a few selections from Philippines. You know, her, right. her, her solo Filipino albums, and I think that's really cool to be able to have that accessibility. Isn't I feel like with technology, it just makes our world shrink. It gets smaller and smaller and yeah. smaller, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's good and there's good and bad with everything, you know. Like yeah. you know, sometimes it might be too close for comfort for other th- in in terms of other things, but mm. generally it's very good. Uh, okay, cool. So now let's move on to the more exciting thing, where we go into entertainment, where we can talk about TV. Uh, let's do a bit of that because we're gonna over. I, I can feel we're gonna overkill on the TV, so we'll do a bit of that first, and then okay. we'll play another a game. Oh no, I don't want a booger game again. <laughs> no more booger games, and then after that we'll talk about some more TV okay. series that are okay. Oh. So. Um, okay, so let's talk about what are you watching now, Caleb, and uh, what do you recommend? Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't need my script for this. I can just like I don't need my notes. I'm just like I'm ready. Well, I'm actually watching American Horror Story Hotel, which is the very season first five. season five. Is the is the incantation of American Horror Story, which is a uh, horror anthology series that changes um, locations every season but uses the same cast in different roles and um this season we are introduced to a lead role played by lady gaga and she is actually excellent and uh, congratulations to her on her golden globe nomination for this particular role so wow. it's um it's 
it's it's a really good series and wow. it also has a Shane lot Shane Jackson's in it is he Shane Jackson is Shane in it Jackson, Matt yeah. Bomer is in it if you right. if you know who Matt Shane Bomer Jackson's is Shane from uh, musical theater in general like mm-hmm. so yeah so. and Matt Bomer is from uh, a White Collar the TV series as well as a few other things and he's a he's a Ryan Murphy favorite as well so right. so it's been fabulous to watch Angela Bassett is um, anything that comes out of our mouth is just pure gold so, right. so it's great and yeah. speaking of Ryan Murphy who's the creator for this series and also for Glee and also for Scream Queens uh, which we follow mm-hmm. uh, which you recommended and now I'm hooked on it and I just finished watching season 1 but um, I haven't heard that there's going to be a season 2 is there going to be a season 2 uh, it's uh, sort of in the air right now right? it's in the air but they have not actually released any uh, information on whether they are uh, it's going to happen I am not sure at the moment it, it could go either way but I don't think the announcements will happen until uh, the start of next year or maybe February or March and the reason for that is because sometimes they allow series to breathe before uh, they do a whole overhaul unless it's so monumentally bad that it gets cancelled after like two to three episodes which does happen yeah, but, it's, but Screen Queens was allowed to play out its full 13 episode series which was what it was purchased for it and it, they didn't extend it they right. didn't cut it short okay do you know what's going on I'm really confused now because usually when you have um uh, a series it goes all series start at the same time and they sort of finish at the same time and then there's like a a, a mid a mid filler kind of season also where they're a different um, string of other series right but now it seems like like Superstore has just started out of nowhere it's like not in sync with the what is going on I, I have no idea what is the new is this yeah. a new thing here is here's what's happening as as we've moved away you know it used to be such that um, when it came to um, popular TV shows Thursday was your prime slot you really wanted to shove your shows on Thursday between 8 to 10 p.m. Okay. you know and that was where CBS ABC Fox uh, um, CW and and uh, NBC they all would shove all their shows into that time prime slot and, and famous shows that have gone in that slot with CR shows like Desperate Housewives CSI Friends you know things like that where right. we all know them and we love them you know but what's happened now and we talked about this previously right. was streaming streaming ah. has come into play and DVRing things so when you DVR a thing you can save it for later so now there is no like so summer a- summer where people take off you know and they don't want to they're all going to to, to travel and they're not going to watch the show because practically nobody watches live anymore I know it's sad but nobody does because we, we want to sometimes skip through things that are boring I don't want to say commercials but you know they, yeah. we want to skip through other things and because of that we want to watch it at our own time so because of that it doesn't matter anymore whether it's a Thursday whether it's a Monday whether it's a Saturday even it doesn't really matter anymore because people are still going to say oh it's on a Saturday at 8 o'clock All right, I'll tape it and I'll watch it when I'm free and it could be any time it could be 2am so in the same respect the season can start any time any time at all Anytime. Wow. Yes, shows in general are still following main season shows from the the major five the five major networks right. still begin in the fall. And when we talk about fall, it's normally around the end of August, start of September season. It's all, all around there. There is also a mid season pickup, which right. uh, happens around January. Right. That's and when that's they go when, on break and then they pick up, That's when right? they go on break. And those shows would generally be big ticket items for a lot of major companies like The Voice, like American Idol, like Dancing with the Stars, stuff like that. But what's happening now is that sometimes um, if a show... Uh, isn't as popular and they pull it early they'll have a mid-season replacement for the show or sometimes they will just decide nowadays that you know what a show like Superstore or another show that's just been released which is a a sitcom called Telenovela starring Eva Longoria oh wow and it's it's hilarious (laughs) is it a spoof Um, of all the all the the, the... it's she is a star in a the a Mexican soap opera but what she's hiding a big secret and she can't understand Spanish at all and she's the lead of it all oh my gosh it's it's completely in English it's it's funny she has a gay best friend it's who's, who's always scared about his um his uh his job security so when because he, sees, he plays a straight guy right no no he's he, he plays a straight guy but he's gay and in the TV, right, right. in the story and when he realizes the he when he panics and thinks that the 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 producers are gonna fire someone he immediately rips off the shirt shows a six pack and says oh this is job security you know that type yeah, of thing yeah. it's super funny and uh it's also a mid-season and it, it just began um 
wow. uh, last week, you know, and it's very strange that they're doing all this. But but um, uh, uh, now, it, yeah, anything goes. One thing that they do adhere to still is major holidays. So when it comes to major holidays like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, um, Chinese New Year unfortunately doesn't work for them. But but unless those... you're fresh off the boat, I don't know. I don't know if that maybe no, who knows. Yeah, maybe, Black but... Friday was even featured in Scream Scream Queens. Yes, exactly. Which you is... know? And yeah. and when it comes to those major holidays like Halloween and all that, they will actually show the episode a little before Halloween. Uh-huh. They show the Christmas episode a little before Christmas, and then Christmas and New Year. There's practically no major show, new episode. There are no new episodes for it, and right. then it'll it'll come back during the season. For example, a show like Once Upon a Time, you'd expect okay, it's taking the Christmas break, it's taking the New Year break, and it should come back in January. It does not. It actually comes back at the end of March. Really? So, oh yeah, March six. From what I so, oh I think March so. six then. So it's so, already so, yeah. So yeah. you never really know when they're going to come back but then when that happens what takes its place a show like New Girl begins at the start of January and didn't have a fall right. fall broadcast at all so that is filling a gap where some other show is on break right Galavant took over once upon a time for a while right Galavant will be taking over oh, uh, as well so- during this time oh yeah. okay alright yeah. cool so yeah I know they're filming season 2 sorry we're going off on a tangent but yeah. this is a TV segment and of course I just wanted to say like we have uh, markers in the video if you're watching this not live which is very much more likely uh, you can check out the markers in the video description and skip to whatever you want to watch alright so we cater to you guys that way but Caleb how did you become so passionate I had no idea you could answer that question how did no. you how how did your love for TV because I mean you're more a stage guy right and uh-huh. you, yeah. you and even in, in the States you're, you're not like in the Hollywood circuit you're, you do more stage and education I do more stage yeah. um, where did this love come from not from wanting to be in it obviously it's just you just love watching um, okay you, you know how growing up we didn't get a ton of of American shows you had to wait for the show to arrive on channel 5 yeah. or then slowly we got HBO and different things like that and um, but um, going back to America I realized how the, the wealth of amazing shows that okay to be quite honest amazing shows that don't come to Singapore and yeah. because of that I got obsessed and I just kind of did my research and I would give a show about a five episode chance of getting into wow, it that's generous yeah and in five episodes come on you either like it or you don't you know sorry Game of Thrones I actually don't like you so so, so no <laughs> I'm not everybody loves it I mean, it's one of those things that I don't know I hope not to sell Game of Thrones but I've been watching it for four seasons now I still have the fifth that I haven't watched it's, it is it is very wordy and it's it doesn't feel like there's a lot of action happening but it's like one of those that I feel that because so many people rave about it and the, the production quality is so good that it almost feels like if I don't like it then I am not part of the group and I'm not I'm not you know sophisticated enough so it's almost as if people find a reason just to say they like it and they force themselves to watch which is what I actually I feel I'm doing oh I, I don't I just <laughs> gave up on it completely I gave up on um, um, a madman I just thought you know what I like that it's so era specific but it doesn't it, it, it doesn't speak to me but a show that I love 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 is The Walking Dead and right. I know a lot of people that love that show and, and it is amazing. Not okay, maybe there is I do have a track record for liking a a little more um I do have bloodlust when it comes to watching T V shows. But don't get me wrong, I'm not a macabre person. I really am happy and sunny, like my smile. You know, I, I really am. But uh I do love these shows because I feel like the stakes are very high and mm-hmm. um producers really hook you in because you never know the situations the characters are going to get into and whether or not they will survive. I have to admit, the, the reason why I started The Walking Dead to begin with was that one of the leads was Asian. And I was like, oh, I, I want to support Asian actors. And so nice. I did. And I just fell in love right. with the show. Yeah. Did you also watch True Blood and enjoy it? I did not. And no. I, don't, I, I don't watch it. But there's it. blood and, and there's lust and everything, right? Like, I, should, I should love it. It's... I just never really... I never gave it the five episode five, chance. Right, you know? There ask. are truly too many shows out there to be. There able to are. I'm just all, like yeah. in my more free time now. I'm just trying to catch up on everything, and it's just a lot. I'm watching. Mm. Let's say this. I don't know if you're watching any of these. Like um, Bates Motels on hiatus, uh, Devious Maids on hiatus, which you mm. also recommended to I me. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I'm watching Supergirl right now, which is actually I love it. I love it. It's a great show. I didn't realize you're watching it. Yeah. Because it's a superhero thing, and I'm not usually into that. But but it has so much so guys like this is one of my recommendations actually it has so much heart um, usually a, a series like that are pretty episodic like especially with superheroes it's just mm. like one villain in out and the character doesn't develop but this one they've got an underlying progressive sort of plot mm. going 
the uh, characters and information is unfolding slowly about what's really going on in 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 between the the villain per episode sort of situation, yeah. and that's very nice. It's got a lot of heart. Yeah, um, um, they've actually done a good job with a lot of the superhero shows. I mean, Supergirl is particularly good, but I highly recommend if you haven't Daredevil? started, do follow Daredevil. Follow Jessica Jones, which is brilliant. And you know, if you want more mainstream stuff, Supergirl is good, but um, in the same universe and from the same creators, um, our Arrow. Uh, um, the Flash, as mm. well as next season's very new, the uh, Legends of Tomorrow, which will have a lot of the the characters that appear in the in Arrow as well as the Flash. Wow, they're, they're all good superhero series. That that um, universe is getting larger and larger. It really is. Yeah. Right. That's so. Where do you find all the time to watch these shows? Okay, now that I'm in Singapore, a lot of the time I'm traveling on public transport and the MRT and all that, and I have tons of time to have it on my iPad. I'm just watching this show oh, as wow. I go on. Oh, you don't need that kind of like for me. I have to watch it in a private, quiet space. No, and... I don't need to. Oh I, wow. I'm, Of course, I don't affect other people. I have my earplugs on, so right. so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll come back to more. We'll talk about Superstore maybe and what you think about it, and I'm interested to know. But let's play another game right now. Oh, no. I'm, we're all actors, and I. I just thought we've never actually done a bit of acting on our show so okay. I, I have a script here uh, that we will cold read okay right but um, since Adele's uh, hello what's it called hello, hello is so popular yeah. I thought we would use it as a script and we can we'll go as Singaporean as we can with it oh okay okay <laughs> this is unexpected yeah. for Kayla yeah right? Crazy Christmas ha- uses the song hello as well really you know? Oh, yeah. no. So do do come so and watch it if you can. Yeah. Okay, I hope it's different. All right, so we're just gonna do this cold. We're just gonna read this, okay. and we're gonna just to each other. And as, we want to do it as as Singaporean as, Singaporean as possible. Or however you want to interpret it, but as Singaporean as possible. Okay. Hey, hello, it's me. Uh. Hey, I was wondering, uh, if after all these years, are uh, you like to me or not? To go over everything, they say, uh, that time, uh, really is supposed to heal, but. I, I don't know much about this healing. Uh. Uh, hello, hello, can you hear me? I, I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be. Uh. When we were younger and free, I, I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet. There's such a difference between us, you know or not? And, wow, Lao, it's really like a million miles there. Eh. Hey, hello from the other side. I must have called a thousand times uh, to tell you I'm sorry for everything that I've done. But when I call, you never seem to be home. Hello from the outside, at least I can say that I've tried there. Eh. To tell you I'm sorry for breaking your heart. But really, uh, it doesn't matter. Like, clearly doesn't tell you apart anymore. Uh. Hey, hello. How are you? It's, it's so typical of me to talk about myself. I'm sorry. Uh. I hope I, that you're, you're well. Uh, did you ever make it out of that town where nothing ever happened? It's no secret that the both of us uh, are running out of time. So hello. Okay, hello from the other side. Look, I must have called a thousand times to tell you I am sorry la, okay, for everything that I've done. But when I call, you never come home. You never seem to be home. Hello from the outside. At least I can say that I've tried, right? To tell you I'm sorry for breaking your heart. But it don't matter. It clearly doesn't tear you apart anymore. Okay, I don't know what that was for, but that was it. Uh... That was actually quite fun. <laughs> now, next time round, we have to sing it. <laughs> okay, alright. Hey, Hello. <laughs> I have another game I don't know if you, want, you guys want to see more games but just let us know but uh, let's go back to uh, TV and then we'll talk about some uh, arts education and then we'll wrap up okay uh, but we might have time for another game uh, oh she loves it Duat Singh thumbs ah, up yay <laughs> okay so back to TV uh, Duat tell us what you watch and what you like have you okay so have you watched one I, one I recommend about the industry since you're watching Dwayne Smith so I would assume you're really interested in the industry and how it works um, if you haven't caught it it's an Amazon special I think it's their first series called Mozart in the Jungle oh you were telling me about this I was and you haven't seen you haven't I haven't it yet. Bernadette it's, Peters Bernadette Peters is in it a legendary theater musical theater actress uh, sh- it's a really good reflection of what is really going on I think it's the most honest that I've seen so far about what our industry is about uh, as compared to things like Glee or Smash or it's really it really is has much more um of that layer of those layers that are, are not in Smash, for example. So I like that. Um, you were gonna say? No, I was just reading what Dot was saying, and oh, and she watches a lot of uh, Mandarin shows. You know, um, I, I, okay, I can I answer to well, that? Of course. I grew up loving all the Channel Eight shows and just you know watching Xiang Yun and Sun Hui Fen and and everyone. And what I would do, I, I, I'm like some super TV geek. What I would do is I would take a VHS. Yes, it was a VHS. I would take a VHS and I would 
tape all the starting pictures. You know what I'm talking about? Those opening credits. Right, where which you can find on YouTube now. And I would tape everyone and in each one I would I would pick a character that I choose to be right. in that show. And then when I had enough of those <laughs> shows all accumulated, I would watch that VHS of all the opening credits oh starting starting wow. and I would pretend to be each character that I selected. It's like that was how, videotape. Yes, and that was exactly how I knew I wanted to be an actor because I was always you know, I was always just trying to do all that type of thing. So, wow. so that's cool. So I hear you. I love those shows. I don't, I don't have a TV right now, so I can't actually follow any of them. But um, I, I, I do miss them. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to record these shows, and then because there were subtitles, right? Mm. So I would play them back, and then switch off the the volume. I would play these shows back on TV and take my tape recorder and read the subtitles like I was dubbing it over in English. This was before they even dubbed them in English. And I would play the girl running or the guy like screaming at her the girl. And then I would play it back with the video in sync and watch my own performance. It's the stupidest thing ever, but I had so much fun. And that's also how I knew I wanted to be an actor. It reminded me of that. Okay, cool. so... Uh, yeah, so going back to more series. Uh, so, I don't know what else. Bates Motel I really love, so I recommend mm-hmm. that. Um... Superstore, what do you think? It's the first episode that's just come you out. Know, Two episodes, right? I, I only it stars saw... stars America Ferreira, Ugly Betty's uh, lead. Yeah, I um, only saw the trailer. I've actually chosen not to follow that wow, show. okay. Because I had to pick between that and telenovela. And right. I'm sorry, but Ava Longoria gets my vote. She always does. Right. It's super funny. Is it a time so. thing? Um, yeah, so I had kind of had to pick because I follow a lot of other stores. I love reality shows. I know reality shows are the death of TV, but I love Not much anymore. I love Top Chef. I love um, Amazing Race. I I love. I follow a lot of those type of shows, and I you know so I don't have that much time anymore. And I mean, I I, I do watch other shows that are non macabre and not dark so I still follow like Modern Family and oh wow right Susan Egan is in Modern Family I know I saw her yes she was she She was was very briefly she was in Modern (laughs) Family and you know I just saw Fresh Off the Boat and um, a TV uh, uh, a theater actress that played my mom in in Singapore Repertory Theater's Sing to the Dawn in uh, in 1996 uh, June Angela her name is June and she played she was in um, Fresh Off the Boat playing playing the female lead the mom's uh fortune teller that she swears by and wow yeah so that was pretty cool That's to watch so cool. her that. i have a yeah. friend in that too she plays um chris uh chelsea crisp she plays chelsea crisp is amazing in that show She's... watch fresh of the boat <laughs> I, I have friends who hate the show but i love it and it doesn't offend me at all it's awesome right. I, I only watched the first episode but i intend to watch more it's very good it's very good yeah yay cool and then so superstar you haven't i actually would recommend it i like the first episode so far yeah no Uh, you can't get me hooked on another (laughs) show i have too many so many shows i've never actually recommended you a show aside from mozart and mozart in the jungle and this one and i haven't picked up any of your shows yet so maybe i do have to yeah i know i know (laughs) all right um so yes let's uh, move on to uh arts education uh, I don't know it's a, it's a huge different uh, that's why I always leave entertainment to the end. I think we forgot to put that in somewhere in the start so mm. um, uh, okay shift gear okay. Um, what has your experience been with arts education in the states like versus Singapore do you feel that uh, uh, there's more to grow here or, or uh, students always start off the same they're at the yes. basic level but in terms of the system right yeah can I can I talk about Singapore for a moment? Yep. Um, um, having been in this in the system and 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 teaching in in uh, National University of Singapore as well as LaSalle as well as a little bit in Sota, Sota. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that um, uh, arts education is vital at this crux where we're really starting to become more creative as Singaporeans, and I think that's really important. But what's being what's hindering it right now is that I personally feel we don't have enough local influence in arts education and that is vital because I think that right now there's too much foreign influence and I know that's ironic um, uh, in the sense that we keep talking about American shows or or foreign shows but in truth when it comes to arts education I've been teaching a lot in musical theater in the musical theater departments we really do need more influence from local stuff and I I don't just what way do you mean I mean like local educators who are passionate about what they do also what's the difference though Teaching the history of local right. lo- local theater, teaching um, teaching pride in local theaters, having all these practitioners and theater companies coming in and taking master classes to kind of get people really clued in on on what uh, 
um, what the industry is like and having pride in that on top of that is also for example learning the Singapore speak you know um, you can't just have all these for example all these LaSalle graduates I'm going to talk about this frankly you can't have all these local LaSalle graduates go out and all speak with an American accent or with an Australian accent or with a British accent we also need to learn how to speak local you really have to you know what I'm trying to say is that is that um, a lot of the time there's no pride in that and I think right. it is time I mean uh it, 1819 was when we had Sir Stanford Raffles, right? It's time we release the shackles of our post-colonial... <laughs> this post-colonial like bondage has to really be released so that we can really embrace the fact that we have amazing local performers, amazing local educators, and a wonderfully rich and textured, layered history that needs to be embraced so that mm. our young know what it's all about and embrace it with pride and not just say, oh my gosh, I love musical theater. Cats, lay in. Is Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, but what about our beauty world? What right. about our Fried Rice Paradise, our for Forbidden City? There, there's so much great work out there and people need to know it, not just um, our theater industry. If not, we're just preaching to the choir. And right. I think that's important. But do you feel uh, there are enough educators out there who are, I mean, there's this whole perception like, oh yeah, foreign talent is always more qualified because they're more experienced, they've learned from the, the masters, and here it's like, who are we? Uh, you know, do you feel that there are enough people here who 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 can take on that responsibility to educate properly. There are there are increasingly more people. I don't want to say we're there yet, but we're increasingly more locals are really stepping up. And um, I want to debunk that myth that foreign people that you hire and pay a lot more are better. They are not. They are not actually. Because if you think about it, a lot of the people that do higher and I'm not, I'm not going to mention names because it's not really uh, it's not I'm not thinking of anyone in particular it's just it's just there are people that come to Singapore because they are worshipped here but it's also because they failed in the country that they're they're, they're from right. now that is disturbing in itself that you are actually being educated by a failed practitioner or failed educator when in truth you have people that are successful outside locals that are successful outside who don't feel welcome coming back because they're not given the opportunities when they really should be because they are celebrated outside and they should come back and have the opportunities to say i have all this wealth of information and i want i am passionate to be able to share it with these um these young minds and i will be able to inspire because when you go outside and you learn and you you are educated you come back wanting to to um to to impart it to other people, right. not just saying, oh my gosh, it's a job and you know what, they worship me, so why don't I just do right. it? I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. good points. And do you feel that uh, the government is helping in terms of uh, having local educators step up? Because right now, like for example, the rule is that you have to have a degree now. And so someone, say for example, who has a lot of experience would probably be cut out from that equation. Um, that's not necessarily the case. For okay. example, uh, uh, that's not necessarily the case, particularly in the performing arts, because in the performing arts, there's a lot of uh, emphasis on whether you have the skill set to be able to do it. It's not always about the paper degree. Of right. course, if you're teaching something like I did, which was um, thesis supervision and um, uh, writing and research, you actually have to have paper qualification for that. Right. But oh, so it's still it's not it's not so that's a rumor I heard. It's not no, actually true that no. that you have to. No, but I mean, it, you, you have to minimally have a a bachelor's degree in something but right. it doesn't need to go beyond that right. you know, but what's disturbing is that I don't think the government realizes that they still have too much pride in foreign talent when um, they need to actually strongly vet their foreign talent as well there right. are brilliant foreigners that come in and work no doubt about it at all but right. there are also really really crappy educators yeah. out there that, that are foreigners you know that just go oh my gosh it's a job I'm like if you if you want to be an educator you you have you, you have best love your job if not you are going to ruin the lives of the future talents True, in exactly. Singapore it's such a responsibility mm. especially at that young age I mean it has to start really from school from, from scratch yes. I mean your, your drama educators all have to yeah. have to know how to, to transition them yeah. properly and a lot of the heads of the schools are either foreigners or if they're locals they are heads of the schools who are locals who say oh it's better to hire foreign talent so they'll hire foreign talent right. when are we going to break this vicious cycle Singapore we can right. only do this if we actually work together and go oh my gosh we actually need to say 
you're a Singaporean. Can you do this? Let's discover or let's actually nurture you so right. you're able to do this so we can have pride in saying, Singaporeans, we have educators that can do this, 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 and they brought our local people into this. Eventually, we right. can even say, these local educators brought these foreigners who decided to study in local schools yeah. to great heights. Which is in happening. Regionally and starting beyond. to happen. Yeah. And yeah. that, is, that's, that's that nice. I think, is the goal. And that is where Singapore needs to go when it comes to arts education. Right. And one last thing. I mean, we have about seven more minutes. See how time flies. Um, it does. It does. <laughs> I was worried at first, but it does. Yeah, they, yeah. Everybody worries. Um, so my other question is, so how would you, like, who who are vetting these teachers? And how, how can these people who are vetting, because I feel like they probably don't know how to vet. So what's happening? There? I think it's a vicious, it's a vicious cycle because when you talk when you when you address who the head is to begin with, normally the head is hired because they came from Australia or they came from uh, Europe or whatever you know. Right. But but uh, it doesn't go beyond what exactly did they do and, and over there and were were they really prominent and were uh, even if they were prominent, are they jaded now and that's why they want a different pace you know and, right. or do they care enough to to know what the Singaporean needs in education and not just say I'm going to imprint a prototype of the European standard onto Singapore right. that's not what we need can't, we can't yeah. work like that it needs to be catered to Singapore and I'm sorry but if students complain and say why is it that we're learning local stuff if you wanted to learn stuff about England, why don't you get your degree in England? Exactly. Theater it's is Singapore. about community. It's about the voice of the community. Yes. Everything is about, like, you know, even if you're on YouTube, the channels that do well communicate with their... It starts with the locals first. So it's always that. It does. So, so yeah. it's a vicious cycle from top down. That's that's what you were asking. So, the, and then when it, when you have a... Um, someone, someone who's who's from abroad in charge, they're going to start hiring more people from abroad because they don't yep. trust that the locals can do it. Yep. Or if you have a local from abroad, I mean, I'm no, or if you have a local in in command, but they still haven't broken the mindset that oh, we can hire locals. They kind of go oh, let's let's just first go to is let's go to let's see what foreign talent we can kind of bring in, and that needs to break. Yeah, I think a good balance helps because then you can have you can collaborate and see what you know from both ends. You get get a good mix of it if if a good you know collaboration Absolutely. comes out of that. Absolutely, and don't get me wrong, I'm not dissing foreign talent in general. I'm just saying that there have been some monumental bad decisions made by in in arts education um, yeah. in Singapore that need to really be rectified and there have been some people that have been sorely overlooked because they just so happen to be born in Singapore and I don't think that's fair to a community because if you think yeah. about it if Europe loves their their own people and America loves their own people and Australia loves their own people why can't Singapore love their own people? Come on, you've got yeah. to love your own people. If not, yeah. where do we go? And the government wonders why people leave Singapore in droves. Come on, think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Really good good stuff there. We should have put this at the front. But anyway. Yay. Rip that into a small segment. <laughs> I will, I, I will. It's very important. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to wrap up with a game. Uh, one huh. last game. So have a think about this. I want you to take something from your bag. This is how it's going to work, right? Take from your bag. Show it to them. I won't look at it. Not now, not now. Okay. I, I can't see it, all right? Okay. Think about what you have in your bag that's fun, whatever. This is also like, you know, one of those features like, what's in Caleb goes back. Mm. But it, it, I'm turning it into a game where you, so sort of like Jimmy Fallon, I think he plays this game where he, he describes an item okay. to someone else. So you're going to describe it to me. You can tell me the truth or you can lie, but I, ha I have to figure out whether you're lying to me okay. or telling the truth. Okay. Right? So... Do you get how it works? You're going to show this item to the audience. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to know what it is. You're going to put it back in your bag. Okay. And then you're going to describe it to me. You can describe it as a lie. You can tell the truth or you can lie, basically. Okay. And I'm, I have to figure out whether you're lying or not. Okay. Okay? All right. So I'm not going to look. Show it to the audience really fast. I'm trying to, I'm trying to hear what it is. It sounds like an umbrella, but I don't know. All right. Yeah, yeah. Are you hiding it? Yes. In your okay. Yes. Okay. So okay. you're gonna describe it to me. I'm just gonna watch you in the camera to see. Okay. This is more real. This item is yellow in color. It's a uh, fruity. It's um. Uh, it's it has a soft texture, and you can grip it like that. Okay. So it's a banana. I think you're describing. Uh, let me see if you're lying or not. Are you lying or not? I heard it chafing like it was plastic. <laughs> I don't know. I heard some chafing noises that didn't sound like, like a banana would make. 
So I'm gonna say you lie. Okay. <laughs> What was it? Okay, I said it was yellow. It's fruity, right? Okay. And you can oh. hold it here. Okay. Correct? Oh, maybe yeah, because I said it was a banana, so obviously I made it. Okay, so I'm wrong. So no, I okay. I, <laughs> would you say that I'm bending the truth if I said it was yellow in color? Oh my god! So you did gosh. say umbrella, but it's fruity, and you can hold it like that, right? And it's kind of soft in texture. Feel so it. You didn't lie. So I didn't lie, but <laughs> it was a banana, um, uh, printed um umbrella. So you were kind of correct too. So yeah, well, yeah, well, but but I was wrong in that saying that you lied. Anyhow, that wraps it up. Uh, we usually play another game where you put on headphones and stuff, but you know we just run out of time. I uh, just is there any last thing you want to add before we wrap up? No, Dwayne, I've had fun. Yay, this was this was good. a lot of fun. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Um, okay, cool. And I just want to say uh, this is the publicity spiel. Um, if you're not already aware, we have a Facebook page. Um, which we post news on, and we talk about those news items on the show. So please like the Facebook page, Dwayne Spin Stop. Also, please uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the video. Uh, give it a thumbs up. It will help us in our ranking and help us to reach more people. And if you want to follow Caleb as well, he is on Facebook and on Instagram. On Twitter and on Vine and my wow. yeah, I actually am. You've got to give me all those details so that I can put it well, in the video well, it's, description it's, below. And it's the same username. It's Caleb C A L E B Y, which is my middle initial and my last name Go G O H. So that's C A L E B Y G O H. Caleb Caleb B Go on Twitter, Vine, Facebook, and, and Instagram. Instagram. Okay, cool. Thanks, Caleb. Thank Yay. you so much for having me. Thank you for having me, Dwayne. I mean, sorry for coming yeah. on the show. Yeah. Like We've me been on friends show. for more than 20 years, so this is this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I always get my guests to do this. So you see the stop streaming, uh, this stop streaming. Yes, here? yes. Just click on it and okay. just say goodbye before that. Bye, guys. Thank you for having me.